0: Hey. Hey. <laughs> That's a
1: Reba reference. Oh
0: my God! Married oh, I clearly didn't know that. In the past, though my life is changing fast. Who I am is who I want to be. Do A single mom who works too hard, who loves her kids and never stops. With gentle hands and <laughs> the heart
1: of a fighter, i
0: So that's the Reba theme. That was beautiful (laughs) thank you thank you that that that, not uh, nothing on me that's just to reba right there (laughs) that art came from her um i'd like to thank my lord and savior reba would love to thank reba today would love to thank cheyenne would love to thank barbara jean would you know what even I'll, i'll thank kira even though she's not always thanking everybody else uh i'll thank jake i'll thank my beautiful boy boy van Just got, in my rewatch, season four, his spine-narrow injury got brought up. He can't play arena football anymore. I'm very worried about him, but I know he's going to figure it out. And absolutely nothing to Brock.
2: Not a goddamn (laughs) thing to Brock.
0: Not one thing.
2: Jill, can Brock have anything? No. Even the name Brock is bad. (laughs) Thank you. But that's not what we're
1: here to talk about. No, we're not. <laughs> We are here to talk about a little time in history known as Ancient Greece. 2,000 years ago? That sounds right. That sounds right. It sounds like it was maybe about 2,000
2: years ago, yeah. It's happening. <laughs> but before we go back to Ancient Greece, <laughs> which definitely does not look like the Georgia Woods circa 2012, <laughs> we want to read some reviews. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm not as good as Michael, everyone. Oh my God. All <laughs> oh, these are about Boy Corner, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first one is from Malacita. Ooh, Malacita. I knew the risks of starting an eight season series, but. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, if you do a long title on here, uh, it will trail
0: off and we won't be able to read it on mic, but we do appreciate everything you write. Yes. But maybe it did end
2: with but. Who knows? Maybe it did. Uh, But Molasita says, (laughs) follow LaToya and Morgan here after loving their dynamic on Angel on Top, and it's just what I wanted. Aww. Jill's deadpan asides are like sprinkles on this guilty pleasure of a podcast.
1: See, they love you the most. (laughs) I
2: love you. I'm glad that people get my dry humor because that doesn't come across a lot.
1: No,
0: it's perfect.
2: Um, I started watching TVD just to join the fun, and I'm so glad I finally did. Love the bits, cackling for the thirstiness, and always amazed by the expertise on all things CW. Can't wait to catch up with the pod. Thank you, Malacita. Thank
1: you, Malacita. Thank you, Malacita.
2: <laughs> Our next review is from AKK2 Books. Thank Woo! you, AKK2 Books. <laughs> A study in Tyler and Meredith opinion evolution. <laughs> <laughs> Love to listen to these ladies chat along with their occasional visits to the lad lair. <laughs> but a true gift comes when you have a chance to start over at the beginning. Their shifting opinions of the most important characters on the show reflect the growth they're willing to engage in.
1: Yep, the two mm-hmm. most important characters on this show. Yes. Absolutely.
2: None of them insist on holding on to outdated prejudices once they've realized the error of their ways. hmm Highly recommend this as both a companion to your own TVD rewatch and also your motivation for a rewatch after you got a little too far ahead of the weekly release schedule.
1: Who's getting ahead of us? You wait for us to drop episodes, then you watch. You're not allowed to watch The Vampire
0: Diaries unless you know we're about to discuss it. We take a hiatus, you take a hiatus. Don't go ahead. Uh, I love the I love the tone of that review because I think I do I, I like that about our show as well that we can uh, you know grow and change. but I also love the implication that we're very brave for <laughs> being able to like like you know what we were wrong to to discount Meredith fell we were and we are in fact very brave to admit that we actually love her and need her back
1: now and she should show up on legacies because she because Tori left Chicago Med so come to legacies I'm sure I'm sure those kids need patching up we know they need patching up
0: Morgan (laughs) we know they need vampire blood Uh, but, um, all that said, thank you so much for those reviews. Uh, this episode is going to cover the third episode of the fifth season of the Vampire Diaries entitled Original Sin. Netflix describes this episode as the one where, when Elena and Catherine have the same dream that Stefan is in danger and desperately needs their help, they convince Damon to help them find Stefan. So, pretty straightforward. Oh yeah, that's the
1: episode. You know, that's what everyone talks about when they talk about the episode (laughs) Original Sin.
0: Like, oh, yeah, that's the one where they convince him. That's the one with the convincing.
1: People always talk about Damon when they're thinking about this episode.
0: No one else to think about here. <laughs> no one hot.
1: Nope.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we're going to get real, real in this one. <laughs> um, But now, now that all of the information is out there, shall we, LaToya? I mean,
1: in case there are people who still don't know what the episode is, do you want to give them more hints?
0: Cause this is the one with Ancient Greece 2,000 years ago. It's fucking great. I love it more than anything. It, uh, Michael's on this one. We're having an absolute blast. Um, I'm going to laugh. You're going to hear me laughing hysterically on a bunch <laughs> of his audio, ruining it. So apologies for that. But besides that, I think it's going to be a great episode. and that you guys will
1: and, like it. And how am I during the episode since I haven't heard it yet?
0: You're fucking great. You're you're thriving. You're in the prime of your life. You're so happy to finally be discussing this scene. And Jill, <laughs> you getting to this scene is everything that I wanted. Like you really you just rise to it as well. Like we're I all so it happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's it's a gift. I think you guys will like
1: it. The happiest we've ever been. Mm-hmm. And without further ado, The Empire Diaries. Woo! Okay, hello, and welcome to the Empire Diaries. We know the risk, but we had to podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich.
2: And I'm Jill Dafield.
1: And today, we are talking episode three, season five. Original Sin, an episode that bangs, slaps, bops, flips, blips, skips, all of the things it does, has my favorite flashback, best episode of the series, possibly. And we're doing it with (laughs) Resident Boy Michael Chasen. Michael Chasen, say hello to all of us.
4: Hello. Hello, everyone. Uh, It's so good to be back. It's been a while since I've been on, and in the real world, it has been many months since I've been on a mainline. ampy tvd app so i'm very excited uh we have been doing the legacies ones which are fun and if you're not a patron, a patron you should uh you should be so you can hear them but uh i'm back here and it's exciting
3: if you
1: listen to our patreon episodes for legacies you get to hear new bits that jill's not part of
2: yay (laughs) story of my life
1: but hey you just got included on a new like a bit we had all last season yeah and i did do you agree that kitsia she's pretty hot She's pretty
2: fucking hot.
1: (laughs) Yes! I mean, as always, gotta ask Jill, how did you feel about this episode of television? Because now we are doing one a week. Sorry, Ampies, but for our sanity, we have to do one a week. (laughs) Yeah.
2: We're just tapping on the brakes. We're not stomping on them, but we're tapping on them. (laughs) Um, yeah, guys, maybe I like flashbacks? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes i knew yes i knew it yes 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 i knew this would be the
1: one that you'd be like i'm in on flashbacks
2: this was so much fun <laughs> i am never please tattoo her holding amara's heart <laughs> in my brain <laughs> yes so
0: hot so chaotic so
1: unhinged <laughs> so good <laughs> ancient greece two thousand years ago you guys we've been there With his little curls on his head uh, and to, to quote Paul Wesley himself, because uh, someone during the interview said that sh- they really liked the flashback, you know, the one where he was in the toga. He's, he's like, you like that shit? I brought that from home. <laughs> A direct Paul Wesley quote from about this episode.
4: You like that Amazing. shit?
1: I brought that from home.
4: <laughs> that ha- that reminds me of like, I threw that shit before I walked in the door from like Black Dynamite. <laughs> that is like so good.
1: Again, this is the season of, of the, the Paul interview. <laughs> Paul, just like, thank you. I I think we should start off this episode by thanking
0: Paul because he really is like, it's hard to say MVP because there are many MVPs, but I do want to give it up to Paul, who I think is just
2: killing it and just glistening as Stefan in this episode. And I do want to give props to that. (laughs) And also gives the best end of episode line delivery. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs)
1: This episode is so good. Um, Again, I have to apologize to the Ampies once more, because you're all wrong that season four is better than season five.
0: (laughs) It's the truth. We're sorry to have to tell you this hard truth, but um, so far, season five is far superior. Um, I'm not furious at anyone, and I'm having fun, and I laughed the entire
1: episode. So in my eyes, that's a win.
2: Yeah, I was I was smiling pretty hard for most of the episode. Remember what
1: is a smile watching this show?
2: Remember when my smiles were because of Galen Vaughn? <laughs> <laughs> oh God!
1: How can you even say you've ever ever loved Galen Vaughn when Ketsia exists?
2: Blasphemy! Like
0: you you had a bite when you could have had a meal,
2: and that's <laughs> what like Ketsia <laughs> is giving us—like truly a whole Everything.
1: feast, <laughs> a feast. I will not be calling her Tessa ever absolutely no. not
2: when she said that i was like i uh, cute because of the keychain thing i guess but i'm like you're katsuya <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's very really weird i guess they did it because they're like nobody can remember or spell katsuya like is that the like i have never heard them explain why they did that but i assume that to be it or like or if she like goes out into the normal world and is like hi my name is Ketsia like people might be like huh <laughs> but also who would do that that's fucking rude like some people have names that you might not know
4: <laughs> if someone said my name's Ketsia I'd be like that's a cool fucking name right? hi
0: Hello? <laughs> yeah. and if she looked like that I'd be like step on me I, <laughs> thanks for telling me your name tell me your whatever you want
3: now please <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: As the resident white boy on the show, I'd be like, oh, my God, that's such an exotic (laughs) name. Where are you from?
1: (laughs) Well, she's from ancient Greece 2,000 years ago. I mean, naming her Tessa seems like it's a whitewashing thing, which is because Janina Gambekar is not Greek. I don't know if you can tell. What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Before we get into, you know, our original feelings for these episodes, obviously, I just want to say Janina Gambekar, who I, I believe is one of the top five most beautiful people to ever be on this show like, everyone else is trash, really. Yes. Um, she is best known uh, from True Blood or Arrow. True Blood. Um, she was uh, the titular uh, Shiva from The League. Uh, she was on- Shiva Kamini Soma Kondokra?
3: Yes! yes! Yeah, baby! Shiva. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, once a League watcher- Never finished the show because eventually it kind of just got a little <laughs> bit unpleasant, and I felt bad that that guy did that lie about 9 11. But I love Jason Manzucas and Paul Shear, so like big ups to them and Kroll. God, um, please, the three of you never do anything wrong, but yeah,
1: yeah, um, she's also currently uh on the morning show, so cheers, making that Apple TV money.
0: Wow, good for her, good for her, I love that for her.
1: Oh, and she was, of course, uh, Ben Affleck's age-appropriate love interest in The Way Back.
0: Yes, she was fucking great in that. By the way, like, like, just a very like steady, like at the side, like rock performance, like nothing showy, but just
4: lovely. Incredible fucking movie. (laughs) Uh, No, as of this recording, it is still the last movie that Morgan and I have seen in a theater. It was our last pre-pandemic watch. And I, I need to go back. <laughs> I, the, the, the name the name was prophetic uh, and the beer trick in the movie or the, the binge drinking method it displays is inspirational.
0: Would you like to explain it for people who have not seen the film?
4: Uh, you go to your fridge, you open your freezer, you take out the beer you have in the freezer, you open the fridge, take one beer from the fridge and put it in the freezer for next.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> drink
0: the beer and then you go to the freezer and you repeat the whole cycle and you do it over and over again until you call your ex-wife to obliquely speak about your dead son. <laughs> but you want to hide the twist because that's coming later.
1: <laughs> and then you coach a basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> that's also part of it. Um, yeah, uh, Morgan, you want to talk about how you originally felt watching uh, this episode of television? Oh, my God.
0: Um. Yes. I am trying to remember all the things. I remember loving, like, Katzia because, like, come on. I love human Catherine. And I remember being very horny for Gregor, Matt, <laughs> <laughs> because it's me. And he's, like, speaking with, like, a Russian accent. And I'm like, what's up? <laughs> um. And, yeah, I think I just, like... I think I had fun. Like four was so heavy, and this, even if it's sillier, it, at least like I again, I just like I don't hate anyone. So um, I have very fond uh, memories of this. Uh, what about you, Latoya? What do you re- recall of your first viewing? I
1: <laughs> I remember I was staying with uh, my good friend Nate at, at the time because I just moved back to LA, and we had recorded the episode, so we watched it uh, a little later. And as soon as ancient Greece 2000 years ago happened, we cackled, we paused, we moved round, and we watched it again and again and again. Um, it's the greatest moment. And you can look back to my tweets uh, in 2013. I've been tweeting about that since then. And it was the worst thing of my
2: life to not be able to tweet about it for a whole fucking year, Jill. So if I go to your Twitter now and just search Ancient Greece, is it just going to be, like, a list of tweets? You will
0: find so many, and you will also find ads, like, between me and Latoya going back and <laughs>
1: forth talking about it as well. <laughs> There's me creating bits out of it for, for years. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, Yannick a damn babe. Uh, apparently, Janika Venkar was on the L Word. We'll never see it, but that's uh, at least a good reason to see Not it. Not that we'd ever know. <laughs> I learned that from my IMDb. I'm like, what? She was on the show. I'll never watch. If she's kissing a lady on it, though, like,
0: maybe I'll have to just, like, selectively be some stuff. I think we can probably find some
1: scenes on YouTube.com. I'm, I'm going to use that website. It sounds like a useful tool. <laughs> Heard of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I thought it was hilarious that they gave uh, Nina another doppelganger to play. Amazing and um, I, this is obviously isn't spoiling, but all the doppelganger nonsense in the season I actually think is fun and cool,
2: and not annoying. Fully agree. Do people think it's annoying?
1: Y- yes, but it, as I've said before, like the mythology of this season, it, it kind of gets like all over the place. I don't think it's specifically because of the doppelgangers. Actually, I think it's because of and I could say it because they've been introduced the travelers. The travelers are the problem with the season. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, not not Gregor. But um, the travelers, yeah, <laughs> not Nadja, not Nadja, Nadja is perfect. I, Nadja, every scene she had in this
1: episode, I was like, "This is awesome! I love this! I I love Nadja." <laughs> Nadja is a loose cannon.
0: Nadja is a wild card, and Nadja is my wife,
1: <laughs> and I love her. We are so happy with this episode. If you
0: don't like this episode, I respect you, and I understand, and blah blah blah, well, all that no, shit that, that I don't trash mind. them, trash them, but. Look into your soul. Look into your heart. Don't you want to have fun? Don't you want to see Nadia doing all this crazy shit? Don't you want Matt to have a weird Russian man inside (laughs) him? Don't you want Stefan to have amnesia? Like, why don't you
2: let yourself have this?
0: Why don't you just let yourself have it? The Stefan Amnesia arc
2: is good. Do they ever play five seconds of summer amnesia? Please say yes.
0: I think the timing might not have been correct to do such a thing. I also don't know that song. I was not a Five Seconds of Summer person. Sorry. Sorry. Well, (laughs) Michael, what do you recall of your your first viewing of this app?
4: Well, ancient Greek, uh, Greece, (laughs) fuck. Ancient.
0: Was the grink
4: thing? God damn it! Uh, ancient Greece, two thousand years ago, burns bright. So, as you might have guessed, that is why I was like, "Yeah, I'll be on that episode. I have to have to see Jill see it, and I have to see Jill uh, see talk it again it. and again and again." It was, it was genuinely really hard for me to pick between being on this or the last episode. Not that I couldn't have been on both, but I, I, you know, I just ended up not timing wise, being on the last one, because the um, I'm sure you discussed this, but the you can see I have my own agenda. (laughs) I can see that you do is my favorite exchange in the history of the show (laughs) because of how completely bonkers it is. But once you bring it up and say it's completely bonkers and get into it, but it's like, you know, it's self-evident why, but I think there's a little more meat on the bone with ancient Greece 2000 years ago to go over. So I thought uh, it would probably make more sense if I was on for that because there was a high likelihood that I would be given the space to go on a long rant about the, uh, see your own agenda line and then Peter out after 10 seconds, (laughs) uh, as I tend to do. So I'm glad (laughs) that I'm here instead. And I was, uh, and so because that, you know, flashback is so all consuming in my memory. Uh, this is one of those where I like, you know, I had no idea if the episode was good. In fact, because of the flashback, I kind of assumed it wouldn't be great. Uh, but I was very pleased to see. No, this is a great episode, and I picked a great one to uh, to watch. I was I was watching this, and like five seconds in, I'm like, "Vampire Diaries is so good." <laughs> I was I was like, "Yeah, the show uh fucking rocks." There's like five clones of each other on this episode, and I and I guarantee anyone can follow it perfectly. It's so. It really it it does not let you fall behind. I don't think I, I was having a, a good time with it. Good good episode. And Katzia uh, is the fucking best. So
1: it is amazing that ancient Greece was just full of like Indian and Polish and Bulgarian people.
0: <laughs> Look, that's just what it was like
2: <laughs> <laughs> when when this first aired. Did people not like Katzia because like misogyny? Uh, I don't think people think about Ketsia which is crazy. Because I love her. Really.
0: I feel like people didn't comment. I remember talking to my friend Emily and her being like, Ketsy, Tessa, or whatever is the fucking revelation. I'm obsessed. <laughs> and that was like all we said to each other about like current vampire diaries. Like at the time when we were doing a quick catch up. But I don't really know about like, fa- like she's very um, not talked about in fandom. That's spaces, so Especially interesting. like in the big bad conversation, which like, you know, obviously she's like a person who is like, A big antagonist. Like, I don't know why we don't talk about her more because it's a fucking great performance. I think a lot of her cooler stuff is front loaded. So I think that might be the thing, or at least I remember it to be. So that could kind of be it that people are like, like, she's literally
1: monologuing in this episode, which is amazing. (laughs) She like
2: sets fire to the wall and it's so hot. When she, the line where I was like, did people not like her when this aired? Because when she, I don't know the exact wording but when she ends it with and i'm a little crazy (laughs) i was like i fucking love this girl but i could see why people might not (laughs) i think i don't know why
1: maybe i said something i think one of the ampies said in the discord that they have a feeling i don't like her i'm like this couldn't be further from the truth i am in love with her i love her and i'm in love with her (laughs) yeah deep love
4: yeah i can't comment too much on like the rest of the season but i will say like right now that if you were to Basically, grade Vampire Diaries antagonists by picking one representative episode of theirs and comparing them. And if you chose this episode for Ketsia, she is absolutely like top tier alongside Klaus or whoever else you would say is like the best villains on the show.
0: Not as good as
1: Atticus Shane, <laughs> but <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker, he fanboyed so much about Silas when Ketsia was right there. Mis- that's misogyny right there. Misogyny.
0: That is misogyny at its finest. That is bullshit. Like, a beautiful, hot, canonically insane woman <laughs> is right there in front of you. And you you could just, you could have picked her. And instead, you
1: picked a mopey, cheating bitch with dumb curly hair. You're just like fucking calcified. Just honestly, just put the veil down and bring her back. She's more powerful. You idiot. <laughs>
2: But also, like, one of my favorite things is she's crazy but self-aware. And I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, she's like, okay, like, obviously I'm a little difficult. But whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you
0: get it. Like, come on, babe. (laughs) Admitting you have a problem is like half the battle.
1: I love how none of the flashback shows, like, her relationship with Silas and all the moments where she clearly just snapped. And he's like, uh. (laughs) He's like, I made a huge mistake.
4: (laughs) ketsia is like seinfeld in that (laughs) if you have lived through the 2000 years of like crazy woman that has been like stigmatized throughout history you might have a problem with it but if you appreciate that she was there at the start (laughs) and that she set the example for everyone who followed then you will respect her appropriately
0: Truly, now I have a flashback to the memory that I was watching Seinfeld on TV <laughs> with a friend who had stayed over for a sleepover, and it was breakfast, and I was like, "Seinfeld's on," so obviously, boop, 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 and I'm uh, watching it, and we were watching a stand-up scene, and my friend turned to me and goes, "Is this supposed to be funny?"
1: What is this breakfast I was like, Seinfeld uh, situation that's happening? It
0: was like on, like it was like on TBS or something, like at like nine in the morning or something, and I was like um this is christian nonsense (laughs) is she
1: the one who's trying to get you to watch seventh heaven (laughs) no different christian friend
4: (laughs) uh michael lore when i was like 12 or 13 or whatever and i was trying and i was getting into seinfeld and i was trying to catch up on all of it i would like vhs record whatever two episodes would air on tbs at like midnight or one AM or whatever, and then in the morning before school, I would watch a couple Seinfeld episodes I hadn't seen before. Oh, Michael, <laughs> what's the deal,
1: Morgan?
0: <laughs> I've like never left you more. That's so cute.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're a good kid. How old are you? I
4: I, I don't know exactly. Like pro- I could like ten or eleven, maybe. <gasps> so like young, yeah, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> But should we talk about uh, Original Sin? I
4: think we should.
0: Uh, So we open. It's night. Stefan looks like absolute shit, but like for Paul Wesley, so pretty good. (laughs) Um, He's like limping and he's, you know, just out of the vault and he's not doing good. And he like walks into a bar and there's a bartender there and she is unfortunately chomped. by steve who then immediately is like oh shit and like unchomps her and is like run the fuck away (laughs) and she does so you know that's still our steve so then he leaves and he's like all fucked up and tired but then the sun rises and he does out of his daylight ring. So he starts to bubble and burn and he turns bright red and it is not looking good for our hero. Um I loved the effect. Like I thought he looked really like gross. That was fun I mean for me. gross. <laughs> Again gross repository. Also was. and I
1: was like this uh bartender Joe I'm like I recognize her. I just looked it up now. She is Agent Vasquez on Supergirl slash Agent Piper on Agents of Shield.
0: Oh yes she is literally like the um the agent that, like, everyone's always like, here, take this clipboard, like, on Supergirl, which is great. Okay, cute. Good for her. Yeah. In our next scene, Elena suddenly, like, wakes up in bed and is like, ah, nightmare. Uh, And Damon's like, oh, so you're, like, so restless. This is annoying to me. (laughs) I'm like, shut up, Damon. And (laughs) Elena's like, I had a dream about Stefan. It's more than just a pit in my stomach this time. It was real. It was like I was there with him. This is where Damon gives her grief about having a psychic connection to your ex boyfriend. Again, that's your brother. That is your brother. I hated that.
2: I hated that. Why does he keep doing that? It sucks and it feels really shitty. Like,
0: again, listening back to season four now, like, another. The thing with Damon in season four, it's not just the stuff he does with Elena that sucks. It's also the fact that he like completely disregards his bond with Stefan. Like anything they've gained through like seasons one through three seems to go away and it
2: sucks. And this feels like that again and it's shitty. No thing. I just like, you're how old? He's been your brother for how long? <laughs> She's She was his ex-girlfriend for how long?
1: He's acting like someone burned his hat collection. Like, calm down.
4: <laughs> don't joke about that.
0: <laughs> Although, like, while that is very Ian, I feel like he's more of like a Dave and it's about his Vs. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, Elena's like, you're right. It's weird. I'm sorry. And I'm like, don't apologize. <laughs> We're just like, dump him. <laughs> dump him. dump him bitch and he's like and damon like tries to go back to sleep but then he's like okay this is bothering me tell me more and i'm like oh okay maybe maybe the demo i know and love is still in there and elaine is like i saw him getting out of this bar had a red awning and all of this stuff and damon's like oh okay great we'll check every bar for a red awning or whatever and then Catherine shows up and she says it's route 29 and it's joe's bar i had the exact same dream (gasps)
2: Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> so is that because of this, like, whatever, the, like, what did they call it? <laughs> uh, shadow self bullshit. It's because yeah. Katzia
1: did a prank. She even says it. She just, she planted the
2: dreams. Oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, yeah. Okay. God, because at the
1: time, you like, were having psychic not. dreams before.
2: That's why I was confused.
4: That's what really ties the whole episode into Katzia, that she did the dream, I think
1: i think which is fun people get upset with season five for a lot of reasons that they they forget how much of it is just a prank like something this people people (laughs) are probably pissed about the dream to like no that was a prank that's not actually something a connection they have (laughs) yeah i'm like please like enjoy a nice prank
0: (laughs) again let yourself have fun (laughs) (laughs) so uh we cut to downstairs uh you know like Elena and Catherine are dressed. um, And (laughs) Elena picks up uh, Stefan's daylight ring and she's like looking at it pensively. And then Damon's like, okay, like I have a list of bars, none of them called Joe's. And Elena's like, I don't know. I've had this feeling that something was wrong all summer. And I was right. Stefan was in a safe. Uh, he probably killed whoever it was who found him. And I know it sounds crazy that I'm following some
1: psychic dream, but it's the only lead we have. It's really hilarious to me that Ketsuya did this all summer because she expected Elena to do something. And she just didn't because she was supposed be fucking Damon. That is so funny. <laughs> She was like, "Come on, girl!" She's like, "I fucking hate these shadow selves. I hate them all. I wish I could kill Amara again." Katya, he has a rain
0: shower. He has a bathtub. You should have tried harder.
1: I love it. I love it so fucking much.
0: Uh, So Damon's like, "Doesn't sound crazy. It is crazy." But I'm open-minded. I'm like, "Shut up, bitch! You're on Thin Ice. Uh,
2: I remember season four, Damon." I'm waiting to not hate Damon. Same. I want to like them so bad. I'm softening just because
0: I love loving Damon, and I'm just trying really hard to force myself to soften, but as you hear, it's not going great. (laughs) I'm feeling better about
1: Elena because her brain seems functional right now, but Damon just- every time he's a little bitch- like, he's such a piss baby about your ex-boyfriend. Again, your brother. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh, as someone who has not recently watched all of season four, yeah, you uh, piece of Damon shit. rocks, and he does it He does in this episode, too. <laughs> he was kicking ass, and I was Morgan, like, hell yeah, it's Damon, baby. You should
1: have forced Michael to suffer with us, even if he wasn't going to be on episodes. And he is behind
0: on listening to the pod, so he has not even listened to any season four episodes, and uh, shame him,
2: everybody. Shame. Michael is the star shame. of the one that I'm editing, so... <laughs>
4: <laughs> You'll have to be more specific. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Nightmare person. Uh so Catherine uh shows up and is like, I call shotgun. I like I get car sick now because I'm a fucking human being. <laughs> and is like, you are not coming. And Damon's like, Jesus, like she is coming because Silas wants her back. And if Silas wants her, I want her more. <laughs> Elena's mad. She wants to stash her at a cellar or a deep, dark well.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, Jill. Jill. PTSD. But also, like, Silas should just, like, Salvador Manor should be constantly stormed by people looking for Catherine because of Silas. Just multiple, like, bodies piling up as they try to, like, kidnap her from Damon.
0: <laughs> Maybe Silas is not as great at plans as he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, Catherine's like, you really think I want to take a road trip with you, America's most boring, self-righteous vampire? (laughs) Got her Um, (laughs) obsessed. She gets mad at Elena for curing her, and
1: Elena's like, "You were trying to kill me." See, Nina, I was say, Nina is almost the MVP of the episode just because of all the work she has to do. But again, Janina is actually the MVP of the episode.
4: Out of context, just like reading it, the line, America's most boring, like self-righteous vampire does not sound like that much of a burn, but with the way she delivers it (laughs) is so brutal. Yes.
0: She like Yeah, delivers it like she's, like, calling her, like, the most, like, unfucked, dumb bitch (laughs) in the history of the world. Like, she truly is calling her, like, you are a pansy-ass, prissy motherfucker, incapable of getting her hands dirty, constantly with her fucking pinkies out, like, crying all over the place. Like, I truly... She saw season four. (laughs) Say more. (laughs) She saw season four and she is mad and I'm definitely not mad and have never been mad at Elena because that's my girl. (laughs) (laughs) I keep accidentally saying things that are way too mean.
2: (laughs) That was stunning. I want to make that my ringtone. (laughs) I was like, is Morgan about to say the N-word? It would be okay in
1: this
3: instance. (laughs)
0: God. But yeah, Catherine is uh not into it. And Catherine's like, but you know what? I do take great pleasure knowing that you wasted your one shot in a human life on me, <laughs> which is absolutely fucking hilarious. Catherine reminds them she's in love with Stefan. She cares about finding him. She always has. And like, since we're having the same dream, maybe you care about him just as much.
1: <laughs> <gasps> and Damon's like making a little piss baby face.
0: Mm-hmm. Damon does a little train sound. Choo choo. <laughs> And I was like,
2: choo-choo-choo Reno train? Where's Tyler? <laughs> Sorry, buddy.
0: Very, very, like, not a lot of people in this app. Yeah.
2: Apparently I was thinking about not that. There's Tyler. no Bonnie, because
1: like- Nina was one, two, three on the call sheet for this episode? <laughs> <laughs> okay, her, the power she has, though. Like, this, Let's just say, like, if, she, <laughs> if she's not in much of the next episode, we'll know why after this episode. She's taking a nap. <laughs>
4: Yes, this episode has the vibe of like, okay, Nina's directing the next episode. <laughs> let's like, put her in this one way too much.
0: <laughs> that is true. Uh, so then we're in the car uh, and we have this uh, Silas and Nadia like phone call. I'm sorry, who? Oh, Silas and Nadja. Thank you. <laughs> uh so Nadja's like hey my cell phone's prepaid I don't have a lot of minutes so Nadja has a weird burner phone um and Silas is like you know when you're calcified for 2,000 years you learn to entertain yourself with brain teasers (laughs) and he explains you know how much I hate the travelers so to prove your allegiance to me you killed your traveler friend Gregor but what if it was all an act what if he's still alive because Matt has that tacky ring and it could have brought him back to life and Nadja's like if this is a game it's really boring uh, Nadja go, off, um, tell uh, <laughs> go and- off tell him go <laughs> off tell him tell uh, him and Silas is like if we're gonna work together I need to know you're on my side so find out if Matt Donovan's still alive and kill him <laughs> Um, and Nadja's like like, what if he could help us find Catherine like she's still your priority right he says yeah so she is so get the information that you need, rip the ring off Matt's little finger, and make sure he doesn't cheat death again. Um, and Nadja is at the grill, watching Matt at the bar, and I am worried.
1: <laughs> are you? Are you Morgan? Are you really worried?
0: Not really. I've seen the episode.
1: <laughs> Jill, were you worried? <laughs> but I don't
0: like when he's in jeopardy. <laughs>
1: I,
2: I wasn't worried. <laughs> Jill, what do you think Nadja is up to? I can I be honest? Yeah, of course, always. I, I'm not loving her as much as you guys seem to love her.
0: That is fair. I think the fact that we know her true motivation, like how I else just, could
4: how else could you phrase that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know ben, I know her agenda. Um I think just keep in mind this season's a prank. Like Nadja herself is a bit of a prank <laughs> and a bit of a prankster. Like, I, I so, because I wouldn't
1: have didn't love her at the time, but rewatching him, like, I love every choice she's making. <laughs>
0: Nadja is better and better upon each rewatch. I have to say, like, watching it with Michael again, I was like, Nadja! Like, the second she showed up, I was like, fuck, yeah, Nadja. And and I was going off, I was pronouncing her name, I was so excited. And this time, I am absolutely feral whenever she's on screen. (laughs) Like, she is in a comedy that I am losing my shit at.
4: Yeah, I I definitely like when we when I watched that one season four episode with you guys with Attica Shane, I was like, oh, who's this fucking guy? And I had to be like reminded, even though he's like the one of the biggest characters in that season. But like, I I watched this episode and I was like, fuck, yeah, there's Nadja. There's Katsia. Yeah, we got all the killers.
2: (laughs) So she's going to grow on me.
0: I think she may. Yeah. Yeah. and it, again, they're just like, oh, what if like all the antagonists were hot babes? Again,
1: <laughs> okay, all
4: all of season five is a prank. <laughs> uh, the thing, the thing about these characters is uh, like, and about Nadia and Kelsey is like, I, I like their thing, what their their various things, what they end up being. You're good, and that's all you need, really, for a character on this kind of show <laughs> uh, is to have a good thing.
1: It's really the opposite of Atticus Shane, honestly, because
0: Shane is unpleasant every step of the way, and then his thing sucks. <laughs> so, like. There is no part that is good. Whereas, like, I can promise you, I like, Nadja had a threesome with Matt and Rebecca. Remember That's Bob? true.
2: That's true. Like, you're a little goodwill. <laughs> she started strong. <laughs> yes, her a boyfriend queen. is boring, but he's kind of hot in Matt. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of hot in Matt,
1: for sure. Fair enough. <laughs> and also, Silas knows her agenda, even though he won't say it. No one will say it. <laughs> it's just. Michael, do you have anything to say about that right now? Because it's so fucking funny.
4: <laughs> the agenda. Yeah. It, yeah. <sighs> it's hard to articulate like the level of. And there's good. There's going to be other instances of this. There are a couple more that I'll hopefully be able to talk about. But the level of here is exactly what we need to communicate to the audience watching. But here's what we don't want to communicate to the- to them. And here's how quickly we have to do it. It's like okay, one, we want to signpost that this character has more going on than they're probably thinking at this point. Two, we don't want to tell them what it is right now. How quickly can we do that? And there is no concern for how subtly we do that. And it's like, bam, and they, they do it. And it's, it's truly like it's function over everything. And that is like, Sometimes when the the show is, like, not good, they maybe sometimes forget that or forget other things. But the reason the show is so good for so long is because really the function does stay for so long. It is doing the thing to be the thing in almost every scene of the show. They are not like even even if the scene is like, OK, this scene is going to spin wheels by doing this or whatever. It's like. They're not like okay, we just need to fill time or whatever. It's like no, there's like a very specific weird thing that they're doing. There's there's always an objective. Sometimes they're not the right objective. Sometimes I want to die watching this show, but <laughs> sometimes. But when it's on point, it's so good. And when it's so, and they'll the fact that they will lay it bare like that and just have it be, you can read my mind. Yes, I can. So you can see I have my own agenda. <laughs> I can see that you do. Like. Uh, the, th- you know what that it is it is the dr- uh, soap drama equivalent of tell me that thing you said by the lake in thirty. Rock. <laughs> no, <laughs> like that is the equivalent from Thirty Rock. That is what it is. It is oh. Uh.
3: It's
0: as if, like, she was like, you can read my mind, right? And he's, yeah. And, she, and he goes, is it because of redacted? And she goes, yeah, it's because of redacted. Like, it's as if they should have just bleeped out them <laughs> saying like what it was about to yes. each other. And it would have had the equally the same effect.
4: It's literally like, you can read minds. Yes, I can. So, you know my favorite color. Yes, I do. (laughs) No, you would say the color. You would say what it is to establish that you can read the mind. But you don't because we, the viewer, are not meant to know the color yet. And there is something beautiful in the simplicity of that.
2: What if Silas
0: couldn't read minds? And she's like, so you can read minds? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, sure. So you know I have my own agenda. Oh, yeah. I can (laughs) see. that you do
4: <laughs> he literally does nothing in that scene that someone who could not read minds would not be able to do
0: <laughs> thank you so much i'm glad i'm glad we got you got in your
1: type. we five we, we
4: got there we got they're, that so there we go
1: i lo- I thinking about it now i'm pretty sure I, I figured out not just deal originally watching it before they said what her deal was because obviously they're not telling us her whole deal but i think i figured it out
4: <laughs> i do think it's guessable it's, I, think I think it's very guessable especially in this episode there, it's very, it's there's like there's no reason to guess it except that it's guessable. I do, yeah.
0: I don't think I guessed it, but I also think at this point I was watching. I think, I think at, honestly, at all points, I'm not a big prediction gal. Like I just except for with I legacies like,
1: where we keep predicting things and we keep being oh wrong. God,
0: we keep being just so deeply wrong.
4: Speak for yourself. I <laughs> had a couple. I had a good prediction. You
1: did.
0: Jill, Michael had one uncanny like <laughs> a prediction that like he had no business being <laughs> right about this thing. No, this worst no. fucking thing that he was right about and he was and it, it almost broke me. I'm
2: sorry. It's okay. It's gonna be fine.
4: It, I literally had the equivalent of like we introduce Klaus and then like and then what if in like Klaus' first episode the first time you see him like Talk about painting, or like I, I, used to paint. I'm like, what if he painted a fucking terrible horse? Like it was. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Not quite, but like for like for well, it's like oh he he has a crush on her. He's gonna make her a little drawing.
1: Yeah, I'm like, excuse me, he sketched that yes. horse. Uh You got <laughs> his charcoal. You guys are on one. Are you, are you guys high on drugs?
0: No, we had a um we did each have a
1: angry orchard with a shot of fire. are oh, good because I, I don't touch th- the stuff.
4: <laughs> That's the uh, it's. This is the official drink of White Boy Summer, by the way <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Okay, so our next scene is at a cabin in the woods Stefan wakes up and finds a hot lady <laughs> staring at him uh, And he's like, hey, I don't want to hurt you So get the fuck away from me before I rip your throat out And she, gets, she says, hello to you too, I brought dinner uh-huh. um, A fucking queen She gives him a blood bag and calls him a vampire doppelganger burdened by a conscience. And she says, Now I've seen everything. Um, God, <laughs> hey, she's Dr. so cool. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I am giving her Dr. Armand deliveries, and I'm sorry. Um, I just am not as cool as her, so I can only throw it away and <laughs> give Dr. Armand deliveries. Apologies. Um, so. She, so, like, Tessa explains that not only really did she rescue him from outside the bar, she rescued him from the quarry as well, and um, she, like, used the former owner of this cabin to, like, pull him from the water, and she's like, you thanked him by biting off his head. And he says, okay, how do you know I'm a doppelganger? And she says, because I've seen your face before. I'm someone who wasn't
1: you. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what is the screenshot that Jill shared with us? <laughs> oh it's so good. Right. Is it all of us hiding?
4: My- <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs>
4: okay. I'm excited for this. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, we're about to get into a flashback. So while, while we're talking about that, I'll just give like, you know, because I know listeners like it sometimes when we sort of use our like knowledge of the industry to sort of talk about like the behind the scenes. And what's really interesting about the Vampire Diaries is that, you know, for like, for five years... that's a pretty good screenshot (laughs) for five years they've been you know filming this actually at the parthenon because of tax breaks and they had to construct this whole kind of like southern american aesthetic really painstakingly (laughs) Uh, and, you know, they do an okay job, but what was so great is this finally gave them an opportunity to just kind of strip all that, like, facade away and just kind of show the natural beauty of the location in the episode, and I thought that was, like, so good to see.
1: <laughs> oh, <So> right. <laughs> but Paul still did bring that toga from home. He did, yeah.
0: they. He
1: insisted. Okay,
0: so... Ketsy is like, hey, how much do you know about Silas? And Stefan's like, I don't know. All the stuff that was said about him in season four. He's
1: like, I never really interacted with Annika Shane, so I don't know.
0: (laughs) I was very lucky. And uh, Stefan explains that he came really close to flipping off his humanity switch, but he didn't. Because he knew if he ever got out, he wanted to be himself when he killed Silas. Hot. Hot. (laughs) And Tess is like, well, you'll burn to death in the sun without your daylight ring. Also, Silas wasn't always a monster. And then we cut to <laughs> where? Ancient Greece. When? when? <laughs> 2,000 years ago, baby. You what? <laughs> Jill, what were you thinking? What were you feeling?
2: I actually gasped. <laughs> I was like, "They what? <laughs> the font. <laughs> so good. No notes.
4: It's so incredible, isn't it? Because when I first watched this, you know, I've so internalized it by this point, but like, it's so much further afield than they've ever (laughs) dared. It's such a swing, isn't it?
1: They already, they went with Vikings being in Mystic Falls, but they're like, let's go a step further now. I think they're aware
0: they didn't quite pull it off, and they never try something like this again. (laughs) And it
1: is very self-conscious. And- it's very funny. <laughs> they built this up in season four. They had to follow through. The curls, Paul's curls, beautiful. He
0: like he carries himself so much. Like I can't <laughs> even talk about this scene. I'm just like, if you if you aren't watching every episode along with us, I totally get it. It's a lot to watch. Do yourself a favor. Watch this episode. Watch. 10 minutes of an episode of the vampire diaries that then transitions into this because it is jarring like nothing else on this earth
1: and i love it okay watching it the night it aired experiencing this the way i did with you guys where i stopped it rewound it played it rewound it joe did you appreciate the rewinding that i did on the netflix party
2: when i when i gasped i was like is this it and then you paused it and jumped back and i was like this is it this is it right <laughs> this yes. is why you do the pod yeah i can quit now finally
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't leave us we haven't done season no. 6
1: <laughs> it's
0: just so important and i'm i'm just so glad we could all be together for this
4: and I think it was very important that I finally watched this episode again because I was able to really appreciate, like, oh, it happens in a really good episode because it's hard to hard to uh, separate uh, that out from the rest. But even the flashbacks, I was like, this is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we're in ancient Greece, two thousand years ago. I found a gift. <laughs> oh,
1: please, here we go. Got to see it in motion, you guys. Yeah.
4: To be fair to them, like your my memory is going to warp this. You know, my memory has warped this to the point so that like. You know, I call up the memory of ancient Greece two thousand years ago, and it's like him walking in the toga, and you can like see a pickup truck in the background. <laughs> like, but it's not that bad. But it is uh, much worse than anything they should have actually done. Definitely.
0: Yeah, it, it truly isn't that bad. But also, what's the, the toga is so bad? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the girls are so bad. The Atlanta Woods. The, <laughs> you can't just Italy brighten up the Atlanta Woods and say this is Greece now.
4: It's ironic because it, it's the kind of thing where it's like it's the uncanniness that ruins it, right? Like if that if you showed me that image and the Chiron said Atlantis twelve thousand years ago, I'd be like, sure, whatever. Like, but the fact that they're trying to be like it's this is great. This is what happened. They were there in Greece.
1: This Polish man. <laughs> historically polish paul wasilewski famously polish <laughs> powell
4: notoriously wasilewski. polish
1: you shoved me to say that in like, <laughs> <This man> my <"By laughs> way <spit>. speaks <laughs> fluent polish because he is 100 a
0: polish man i honestly think if it had just if they said greece and like the year it would have been better but it is specifically
3: saying what's,
0: ancient Greece. What's and your definition of
2: better, though, Morgan? <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: it might not have <laughs> bumped for me as much. <laughs> but also, I would never want anything to be changed about it ever because it's my favorite thing that's ever happened.
4: <laughs> what would it be? Now you say that, but what if I told you right now that it could have said ancient Greece, the time of Christ? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would love to see the Vampire Diaries version of Jesus Christ himself. I would love to see Julie Black tackle
0: the crucifixion.
4: (laughs) That's the problem is they didn't go far enough. They didn't go far enough and make it so that Silas was Jesus Christ, or even no, don't even have him be Jesus, have him be Judas, so have oh Silas be God. Judas, and then you could be like, oh, he's he's a very famously ancient, now I know this is serious, because he's Judas i that's the that, uh,
1: Dracula 2000 tip is. exactly,
4: exactly exactly, exactly, thank you I independently came up with Dracula 2000
1: I do believe you could we are off the rail.
4: <laughs> we are on the rails straight to Ancient Greece 2,000 years ago.
0: <laughs> on the highway to Ancient Greece 2,000 years ago. And, and that's the bit,
1: Jill. The, the amount of times I would just end a tweet saying Ancient Greece 2,000 years ago. For the past year, I c- haven't been able to do it. People would like be like, hey, Latoya, you want to talk about this? I'm like, I can't. Jill might see it. I'm crying.
2: We made it. Congrats.
0: It ha- It has been almost yeah it, it has been almost a full calendar year to the day that we have been recording this podcast so it is true it is like let's all give it up for LaToya <laughs> because she <Yes.
1: laughs> uh, thank you guys she
0: did it I'm so proud of her <laughs> and I'm so happy for us <gasps> okay, I opened my internet tab to get the transcription if it's the gift.
4: My question is, if Jill had you seen this image of Paul Wesley in this toga with this ancient Greece Chiron, would you have just thought, I guess he's in another thing. <laughs> like right? if I showed you this yesterday, would you what would you have thought?
2: Couldn't even tell you, man. <laughs> I think all of us are wiping away tears. I'm I, it's, sobbing. Honestly, more than the toga, it's the hair it's that the does hair. it for me. The <laughs> hair. I'm just like, what is happening? You know,
0: in the in the ancient Greece fashion,
3: <laughs> his
1: little curl. Are we to
0: believe that Stefan's hair is naturally curly,
1: then I mean, look at this Greek man. This Mediterranean man. <laughs>
4: Of course, there is that episode where they go to the museum and you see that bus that looks exactly like Stefan. <laughs> and of course, it was a great, you know, plant for this. Pay-off.
2: Do they sell busts of this? <laughs> they should. Ampies. Ampy
4: if, merch. Ampy merch.
2: Ampies, if any of
0: you are sculptors, I'm yeah, going to bus. commission a couple of busts
2: from you. Give busts. Give me them busts. <laughs> I'll put them right next to my Mr. Darcy bust. They'll fit right in.
4: <laughs> 8,000 subscriber uh, Patreon bonus is we make the bust.
0: <laughs> okay. So in the cabin, uh, this woman, this mystery woman who we know to be says, like, okay, so she says, he used to be a simple man in love with a simple girl, his soulmate. She was his one true love. Uh, you know how that goes. They thought their love would last forever. And Steve asks the very reasonable question of, how do you know all of this? And she says, because I was there in his arms. And Steve's like, "You're is one true love. And she does not answer that question and instead says, I would have done anything for him. And he's like, but that's impossible because you're here right now. And she says, love bends the rules of impossible.
1: This crazy bitch. I love her.
0: Fucking iconic. Uh so in ancient Greece, we see um we see this woman with Silas. She's in like a blue veil and a little outfit, and he's in his fucking toga. And she's like, We were the two most powerful people of a gifted people called the Travelers. We were engaged to be married, but we decided to reach even further. They in were the, past,
1: the king I mean- and queen of the travelers, which um I know we're not supposed to say the word, but just to again. Ancient Greece, they are apparently what people would have called uh, before gypsies. This Indian yeah. woman and this Polish man. <laughs> this Polish a man of a who's playing, usually playing an Italian man.
3: Astef Salvatore.
4: a Zabatole, Rupet! Uh, it's a me! It's
3: a me! Astef! I'm gonna win!
0: Okay. So in the past, Silas is like, I don't ever want to be parted from you, even by death. And this woman explains, we wanted to find a way for our love to last forever. Uh, So then in the cabin, Stefan's like, cool. I fucking watched season four. I heard it all. Like everything was great for Silas until some witch named Katzia or whatever came by and screwed him over. Right. And she says, wrong. You don't know the story. And explains that basically, like, Silas convinced Katzia he loved her so she'd make the immortality spell. But it turned out he was just using her. And so she ultimately dumped him in a tomb with the cure, hoping he would take it and die because she had created a supernatural limbo to trap his soul. To which Stefan replies, like any other sane, rational, well-adjusted woman would do. Yes. they're nice, babe. <laughs> Team Katzia. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah
0: for fucking real um and she says which catches us up to today now silas wants to destroy that supernatural limbo once the other side is gone he can take the cure become mortal and die and finally pass on to find peace so stefan's like okay if you're really his true love and you're not dead why don't you do us all a favor and go off into the sunset together and she explains silas was my true love i never said that i was his I'm Ketsia, that (gasps) sane, rational, well-adjusted woman you seem to know so much about. And then she drags a finger along the wall and leaves a line of blue flames in her wake and then sets like, and then, you know, the fireplace is suddenly a roaring blaze. And it, fucking (laughs) rules and she says clearly you've heard the man's version of Mm -hmm. the story. The one where I'm a backstabbing lunatic who ruined everything for Silas. A raging bitch witch whose obsession with vengeance created a whole new dimension of suffering in the afterlife. Steve's like uh
1: well the fuck I thought
2: you were on the other (laughs) side.
0: And she says I was for 2,000 years but I came back for
1: you. (laughs) Hot 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 hot
0: Yes. Yes yes yes. yes. (laughs) fucking cool. Like, what a good model.
1: I think I know what our, cru- our crush is going to be for this episode, you guys. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so then, uh, in Road Trip City, we have Damon and Elaine and Catherine, and Damon's like, you know what you're looking for? Like, the last bar had a red awning and a neon sign, and is like,
1: fuck off, I'll know when I see it.
0: And then Catherine pops her head out and is like, me too. <laughs>
1: and you were upset that they put Kathy in the back. I was
0: mad. She said she gets carsick. You guys are rude. <laughs> Remember
1: when her tongue was green?
0: It was gray. When <laughs> she was like, I'm almost going to die from this sinus infection. And Jeremy and Matt were nice to her and she like couldn't believe it. <laughs> I'm crying. So, Catherine is like totally shit stirring like talking about elena having these dreams about stefan and how that must be so hard for damon and elena's like i don't know they were dreams just like bad feelings and catherine's like oh yeah, yeah yeah, i totally get it there's still a connection between you two like maybe deep down you know he was your one true love and that breaking up with him is a big mistake and damon's like whatever once the vervain's out of her system will like compel her and put her on mute yikes <laughs> And Catherine's like, maybe Stefan's been trying to reach out to you all summer, but you've been too distracted with Damon to help him. So he
1: reached out to the person that he trusts. Me. <laughs> well, really, it just, could see, again, was so tired that Elaine didn't do shit. She put it in Catherine's brain, too. <laughs> Catherine is in such fine bitch form in this episode,
0: and I love it.
1: <laughs> Nina versus Nina. Yes. Like, I was saying that scene must have been a bitch to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The only one worthy. <laughs> uh, so then in the grill, uh, out in the alley and back, uh, Matt runs into Nadia and Nadia, and he's like, What the hell? Like, y- I know your weirdo boyfriend screwed with my head the other night. So who the fuck are you? What the fuck do you want? And she says, I'm here to keep you safe from Silas. Um, he wants you dead, and you're going to have to trust me, okay? And then she puts her hands on his face, and I'm like, That was easy. <laughs> And then she says, "Come forth," and like Gregor, um, like you know, t- like comes forward, and suddenly you know, Matt is Gregor,
1: and he's like, "What the fuck?" She says, "Come forth" in uh, traveler language, which I don't know—is that Greek? Truly
0: did do not know. So I was, I was like, "I'll just." Oh, now it's saying it's Czech, at least in the in the transcript I'm reading. So. Hmm. So Gregor's like, what the fuck? You killed me. And she's like, I'm sorry, but Silas was going to kill you. So like, I had to do it myself to salvage the deal. I need his trust. Gregor does not uh, like that for He's explanation. He got
1: upgraded. He went from that flop to, to this not flop.
0: Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? Now I'm just like a passenger in this guy's head that you can call forth anytime you want. A traveler
1: she's like, in this guy's head. Yeah, no.
0: and she's like, no, 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 no. I'll make this permanent. Like, it's going to be great. <laughs> like, I love you. I'll do anything for you. And then they make out and it's really hot.
1: Gregory, who keeps letting his girlfriend fuck Matt Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um.
2: And she was like, actually, I prefer Matt's body, so. This
1: is great. Yeah, it's like, you get to live, like, (laughs) (laughs) win-win. Maybe I'll have another threesome with Rebecca.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, Naj is scheming, and she's like, I need you to dial your friend Elena Gilbert and find out where Catherine is. And they're, like, really up in each other's faces, and there's, like, sensual phone handing, and it's a whole thing.
1: Jill, what did you think of uh, Zach
2: Roerig's accent work? (laughs) Not great, but I loved it.
1: <laughs> exactly. It, it was not good, but it was also great.
2: <laughs> yeah. It made me smile. <laughs> you love an accent. Which was my argument for Galen Vaughn. So No, it's, it's not the same. It's the exact same. <laughs> it's bad and it made me smile. That is the argument. Okay. Gregor's like angry. I'm, like, I'm no angry. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> I will
3: not buy this
2: Galen Vaughn bullshit. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. I'm going to keep bringing
2: him up just because I like it. <laughs> yeah, there are, Absolutely. There are better hot people
1: with accents. Like, just wait. We've got a himbo prince coming up, I'll just say.
2: All right. Oh, Galen Vaughn. We <laughs> do have a himbo prince coming. I
1: can't wait to see him. W- how with soon? With an accent, baby. With an accent.
2: How soon?
3: Pretty soon? He'll be here when he's here.
1: This season? I, I actually don't know how soon. In the uh, 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 Yeah, it's a season. I Because we... This episode is so divorced from like everything else that's happening because it's like it's truly just uh these these this core four right here. Core four and Matt. (laughs) Core four and Matt mess around. I was actually counting Matt as four. (gasps) Thank you.
0: (laughs) So then back in the cabin, uh Stefan like wants to make a phone
1: call and Joe loves these cabin scenes.
0: Yeah. Yeah is like, there's no cell reception here. Also, just know that, like, you're allowed to be in here. But if you go outside, like, your daylight ring, your lack of a daylight ring is going to be a problem.
1: You need me.
0: Mm-hmm. And, like, Steve's like, well, no offense, but I'm having a little bit of a hard time believing what you're saying. And to be fair, she is giving off quite an unstable energy. <laughs> Then she changes her name to Tessa this is very confusing to me she says it's more likely to be found on a souvenir keychain. I'm very confused by this it's like we talked about it earlier weird right it's it's, We're gonna it's, call it it's, it's
1: a weird whitewashing for a, a character not, not white I don't I don't even know if there's like a racial implication to what is happening it's, it's that weird that I I couldn't even give you an explanation for it. It's bizarre. I, like, imagine Tessa is what they had on side so he didn't spoil who the character was, but I don't know why you would continue to use that name. Mm -hmm.
4: Also, going forward, it doesn't, like, even fucking solve the problem because now they just have to clarify Ketsia slash Tessa in every scene Mm -hmm. with her. It's not like they just drop
2: it. Oh, weird. I was going to ask, does it stick? Do they they continue to call her
3: Tessa?
1: Like, Janina on IMDb is only credited as Tessa, but, like, it's... It's weird. Weird. It's so weird. Like, we're going to call Silas Kyle from now on. No! (laughs) (laughs) Horrible. God,
3: Kyle's fucking up all this shit.
0: (laughs) Watch out for Kyle. So, Katia explains she's here because the Bennett Witch lowered the veil, and she saw an opportunity to make herself a living, breathing mortal, and thought, why not? (laughs) Like, my hunters have failed in their task to kill Silas. It's time to handle things in person. And Stefan's like, wow, 2,000 years, kind of a long time to hold a grudge. And she says, you've clearly never been left at the altar.
4: The hunters have failed. If the hunters fail, it means I can't.
0: (laughs) Uh, Then we're back in ancient Greece. And uh, we're seeing, you know, the wedding.
4: Like ancient, like a few years, like a couple, a decade or.
0: Thank you so much for asking. I'm really sorry. It's kind of ancient Greece, like roughly about like 2,000 years ago.
4: Gotcha. Thank you. Proceed. The trumpet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so uh over you know her wedding she slept at the altar it sucks she's like this fucking was not cool i made a whole garden for our wedding and i made a spell that would keep us alive forever so we'd never have to part it was super fucking cool and silas and i were gonna drink the immortality elixir then everything around me started to die. My wedding flower, the garden trellis, our harvest, and I realized why. Silas had already used the spell. He was already drinking the elixir somewhere else. He took what he wanted, and then the bastard abandoned me. Fuck that shit.
1: Kill all men.
0: Men, you're on notice. <laughs> to be killed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so back in the cabin she explains she's like so call me a woman scorned or a vindictive bitch or whatever label suits your story but Daddy. I thought I was his one true love and he ripped my heart out <laughs> and Steve's like I- sorry so bad <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> okay. so she's like look I wanted a chance to look him in the eye and make him understand how much he hurt me so I found him in the wilderness with the woman he gave my immortality to the woman he chose over me So now we're in the woods in ancient Greece 2,000 years ago, which looked nothing like the woods of Mystic Falls. Nothing at all. And she's like, yeah, just when I thought his betrayal couldn't cut any deeper, I learned that the person he was cheating on me with was one very close to me. My handmaiden.
1: Which I guess in this case is actually a handmaiden and not a slave like Emily and Catherine. (laughs)
0: Oh, God. God, remember when. And uh, in the flashback, she, like, watches this, like, woman. And she has a little veil over, like, the bottom half of her face. And it's like, whoever could this be? Who is this Greek and woman? Silas is like, just as you are mine, I am yours forever. Because when I look at you, Amara, all I see is an angel. And he removes the scarf.
2: And, oh, my God, it's a girl who looks exactly like Catherine
3: and
1: Elena. ganger. I will say, um, Nina's the only one who could actually pass for a Greek person. <laughs> I'll give her that. Fair enough. <laughs> also, we should note because obviously we showed you posters of the seasons, Jill. The season five mm-hmm. one, because we didn't really, I don't think we talked about this, how it has um, Paul and he has like his reflection in the water. That is because of the doppelganger stuff. I believe that poster mm-hmm. also has like both Catherine and Elena too, because, uh, yes. So it's like, this is the season of the doppelgangers.
2: Ooh. Oh, yeah, fun.
1: So yeah, Pretty technically, fun. I guess in the poster it's Silas, and then that's Stefan in the water is a reflection.
0: Oh, tight, cool. It's dope. uh I like all the doppelganger stuff, at least to my recollection, I do. But again, these four and five are a little bit of a jumble. I like it because it's all just a little prank. It's a little prank, and it's all like again,
1: it's like nobody's being brainwashed. <laughs> I mean, sure, Stefan uh, literally loses his mind because he has no memory, but, like, that's better. That's still mm-hmm. better than the Sirebond. Yep.
0: Um. So Stefan's like, okay, cool. So Silas is the first version of me, and your friend was the first version of Elena. And Tessa's like, I don't know, that bitch was hardly my friend. Clearly. Like, okay. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. Um, and she explains, like... When they drank the immortality elixir, they violated the natural law that all living things must die. So nature found a balance by creating mortal shadow selves. I would
1: love a doppelganger of Ketsia, though. That's because that's what, what would have happened if it was them. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and I, I have to say, I really like this explanation for what the doppelgangers are because by this point in the show, I definitely just kind of took it for granted that they would not explain this and would just kind of like you know, it would just kind of be in the back of your head. Like, yeah, they never really said why Catherine and Elena are like doppelgangers. I guess it was just like a magic thing that happens. But like, there's a very specific and detailed explanation that completely tracks with everything we already know. And yeah. I th- thought that was really well done. And I think it's cool that this is, this is what I always think of as like the late stage Vampire Diaries thing, where it, like, not that late stage, but it really makes sense in a way that I find impressive
1: and here's the thing that people like i guess ignore about this because and they just think it's kind of like a plot hole the reason for doppelgangers means that like elena and Catherine aren't necessarily even related because they are just made like naturally because of the magic because we know from season two that Obviously, they got um, Catherine's, like, family stuff, but they never actually said the connection. And we know that when Stefan was, like, trying to look, he's like, I couldn't look too far because people would know. Like, we've never actually tracked how they're related. Because, in theory, they're not actually related. There's no familial bond between them. It's literally just magic's like, well, we've got to make our doppelgangers. Like, every generation, basically.
0: Yeah, and, like... She's they're like they say Petrova doppelganger in season two. But I think the thing is like it's just like, okay, Kath, like Rose would, of course call Elena Petrova doppelganger because the only other one she knows is Katarina Petrova. Mm-hmm. So like I think it all tracks really well
1: because yeah, the, the other thing I, I think I noted before is that if it was if it was just like they are the same bloodline, it'd be so much easier for Klaus to find these doppelgangers throughout history. You just follow their bloodline, and that clearly mm-hmm. wasn't ever it. You know? Yeah. Correct. But yeah, I think people always kind of ignore the, the fact that they, they're not necessarily related and they think that's like a, a plot hole or something for certain things. It's like, no, like this, this right here explains so much.
0: Yeah, they kept their options open by being like, maybe they're related, maybe they're not. Which and then they
1: made this call. Everyone's yeah. Jeremy and Catherine fanfic. It's not incest. <laughs> no.
3: yeah, and the-
4: <laughs> Jesus. And that being a, a doppelganger kind of has nothing to do with being a vampire or like only in the sense of whatever, like magic threads of immortality mean that the doppelganger stuff is caught up in the Klaus originals spell stuff, but they're separate things. Mm
1: -hmm. Jill has, has has the mythology gotten too complicated for you? Just making sure it's not because I know know, that's people's problem with season five or at least one of them.
2: No, I don't think so. I, I can see how it might in the future get confusing. Mm -hmm. Uh, but right now I'm, I'm pretty on board see Back and so again far. people are wrong about yeah. season five and
1: season four because season five is
2: good and season four is not
1: thumbs up although
0: i mean we're gonna we're gonna see i i like jill you're gonna make your own choices
1: i, no, do, jill, I don't want to be accused of trying to sway you <laughs> we're we're <laughs> bullying you jill you 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 believe what we want you know what no no more of this tyler love we're done with that
2: Peer yeah.
0: pressure. I'm gonna you know take what? your lunch money every day until you stop liking Tyler. No, liking Tyler, you know what? Let's get body out of here.
2: <laughs> Team Jeremy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we want. Good.
1: <laughs> Team the ghost of Cole. <laughs> <I know>.
0: Team Kenneth <laughs> <Can it. laughs> Team Bull. Team Bull. Oh bowl. god.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So then Katzia starts melting her metal bracelet – her, like, you know, silver bracelet. And um, she's like, look, Silas stole your daylight ring. You'll need a new one. When this is ready, I need your help to take him down once and for all. So seems like leverage, bargains, deals? I think I'm watching The Vampire Diaries.
1: I do. And I, I, just, <laughs> I just realized kind of now, actually – do you think that Junaid uh, Gavankar auditioned to play Elena? Because it seems like something one of those things where like she's a person who auditioned and they're like, "We'll use you later." This is what it feels like to me rewatching this.
0: Oh yeah, I think also would have been like very much tapped for Meredith Bell like before maybe like Tori was it was, they realized Tori was available like mm-hmm. it might have been that too like someone you kind of like save and bookmark like she could have done a ton of roles. Like, she's good and versatile and so pretty.
1: Agreed. Jill, do you agree? What if she was Jenna? What if we cry even more? What if we never stop crying? She could be Vicky. Sounds like us. More (laughs) crying. She could be Tyler. One moment show. She could be Tyler, her, and Caroline, please. Ooh. (laughs) Hi. he's like, oh. Hi. Uh, uh, So,
0: at Joe's, Damon and Elena pull up. Catherine is sleeping in the car, and Damon's like, "Yeah, the only time she shuts up is when she's sleeping. So let's fucking leave her there." Um, Then they are walking in, and Elena's like, "This is so weird. It looks just like it did in my dream." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's the point, babe." Uh, So they walk in. I'm like, "Honey, come on." Like, so maybe Elena's brain is not fully
1: healed. She she is like giving exposition as Damon's like doing the interrogation. Very weird. Um,
0: so they walk in. They see Joe, the bartender, uh, who Stefan gave that uh, big old chomp to earlier. And Damon compels her and is like, what happened to your neck? And she's like, some sicko attacked me, and bit me, and told me to run. And when I did, I looked back, and he was on fire.
1: <laughs> and he's like, that has to be Stefan.
0: Yes, Elena. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, good job, Elena. Uh. So- <laughs> uh so then damon's like okay then what happened and joe says some woman shoved him in a truck and drove away and uh she says she does not know this woman but she was driving like this guy's truck who lives about 10 miles down the road and um she gives damon a shot and he's like looks like you could use one of these and he's like fuck yeah i could takes it it's vervain and he starts yelling and (laughs) gagging and coughing it's fucking hilarious
1: we did not be able to smell vervain you fucking idiot
0: (laughs)
4: She should have True. given him a hat and be like, looks like you can use one of these. The the degree to which he's like, oh shit. It's 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 good.
1: <laughs> Jim
0: Robinson Dame. Yes. Uh, so then um Nadja comes out from a back room because it turns out this was her design. And
1: part <laughs> of her agenda. She's like
0: <laughs> part yeah, part of her agenda. And she says, I told her to pour that drink or I'd kill her. <laughs> Taylor truly goes, who the hell are you? <laughs> then Catherine walks in, realizes what's going on, and is like, oh, shit, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> and just like, which one of you is Catherine Pierce? Which one of you is Catherine Pierce? Catherine points at Elena and yells, she is. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I was screaming with laughter. <laughs> Amazing. I love one scammer, and it's Catherine Pierce.
1: <laughs> and just like, thank you. That just told me who it actually is.
0: So Nadja knows who she's looking for, which uh, we love for her. So Elena uh, runs at Nadja and is like, Catherine, run, which is so chivalrous of her. That is the Elena I know. That part of her brain is still good. Wait, I'm surprised uh, it was her- not like,
1: Catherine, she's after you. You have to go now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, you should run, but you're only a human, so it'll likely be slower. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Nadja and Elena fight. Um, Nadja, like, whoops Elena's ass. Um, and Damon's like, great. Um, because as soon as like Nadja, like, runs away after Catherine. He's like, great. Got a vampire bounty hunter to deal with. He calls Nadja bitch. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. And he's like, well, if she wants Catherine, she's probably a Silas spy. And Elena decides she's going to go after Catherine and says, you find Stefan. So they're going to split up. Damon's like, not a fan. He's like, no, 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 that's too dangerous. That's too dangerous. And she's like, come on. Like, I'm a fucking vampire. Like, we don't have time. And he goes, okay, stop. Any sign of trouble, you let her go. Do you understand me? I don't care how bad Silas wants Catherine. She's not worth the hair on your head. You get me? Okay, kiss me.
1: Go. are Meredith fell, fed me your blood, and then I, I died, did. becoming a vampire. And then I was sire bound to you. <laughs> you
0: remember when Rebecca stood in the middle of Wickery Bridge and Matt was driving, and then he like d- swore to not hit her, and then I I almost drowned, like like with my like my parents drowned. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, I I this this scene was a night of better Delana scene than we've had in a long time. A long I like that he's just time. like. You're my priority. Let me give you a little smooch. I don't like to see you go out on your own, but I do trust you because you're you're a good gal. Um, kisses. That's nice.
2: That's nice, yeah. I felt nothing. <laughs> Honestly, an improvement, though. That's true. An improvement, yes. Maybe so. You didn't feel
0: rage or disgust, so. Yeah. You weren't like, get away from her. <laughs> get a job. So then in the cabin. Stefan's watching Tessa, you know, melt her metal, and uh, she's like, your hovering isn't helping. And he's like, right, 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 right. So what's your plan? Take the cure, shove it down Silas's throat and kill him? She says, you're skipping ahead. We don't stand a chance against Silas because of his psychic powers. And... Steve's like, didn't you take him down before? And she's like, yeah, a long time ago before he could compel masses. Like he's been drinking little dribbles of blood from thousands of people for 2,000 years and it's allowed him to hone his skills. So Steve's like, okay, so is Amara also in a tomb? And she says, no, Stefan. Amara is not locked in a tomb.
1: (laughs) Again, I'm like, Stefan really had like no scenes with Atticus Shane because he told us this whole story. Like Amara... It did not have immortality and she's just dead dead which is why silas wanted to get rid of the other side so he can die die to be with amara
0: Stefan was truly so lucky
1: <laughs> like like damon was like you
0: ever, ever have to hang out with this fucking atticus shane bitch and steve's like no like, like i met my like wife, wife once and that was to, right it.
1: that's all Stefan did last season he met his wife once and never again i'm not gonna have a scene with atticus shane either like come on hey he fucked rebecca <laughs>
4: This is why Silas is a good uh, arch villain for uh, the Vampire Diaries because he wants to die. Uh, it is an ultimate D plot. I'm sure that's been touched on by you guys. Yes,
1: we love a character who wants to die. Except for when it's Bonnie because <laughs> Bonnie come back from the dead. That's that's the one thing this episode is missing, which is a Bonnie update. But again, she is dead, and her friends do not know. Bonnie, stop uh, dying, please. Let Jill,
4: how Jeremy how do die. you feel about the Bonnie being dead thing?
1: Not loving
0: it.
4: Oh, interesting. <laughs>
0: It is uh, upsetting. So then back in ancient Greece 2,000 years ago in in the woods that look nothing like the Atlanta woods, Silas approaches his tent that he had been hanging out with Amara in, and outside, uh, washing their hands, no tricks, no prank element, is Ketsia. And <laughs> she's like, I brought you two gifts. The first is the chalice from which we were to drink at our wedding. And uh, he's like, oh, shit. Uh, fuck. <laughs> you must be mad at me. And she's like, I was for a time but Then I realized it was within my power to forgive you by creating this, your second gift, a cure for immortality. And she pops the cure out, the big old jolly rancher from season four. <laughs> <laughs> and Silas is like, well, that's not possible. And she goes, I promise you it works. I just used it on someone else immortal.
4: <laughs> si- Silas sees the cure and his eyes go cartoon like dinner plate thing. And he goes, uh, I hope you take that orally. <laughs>
0: Kill Bill sirens intensify and he's like no 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 what did you do and he runs inside and sees all of this blood and he's like Amara no she
1: killed Amara a bunch
0: quite a bit. She explains that Amara couldn't speak after she cut her throat. She says, but I could tell by the way her heart was beating. She knew she was going to die. So good. She then lifts Amara's bleeding human heart out of the chalice and shows it to Silas. And he's like, I'm going to kill you. And she's like, you're not going to come near me unless you take the cure and give up your immortality. And then she like magics him and he falls to his knees, groaning in pain. And she says, take the cure, Silas. We can live long human lives together. <laughs> Sounds like a good deal.
3: <laughs> this bitch, this bitch. Truly.
0: <laughs> uh, so in the cabin, She's like, can't say I didn't give him a second chance. <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen says, that's what you call a second chance? To which she replies, I'm a complicated person. <laughs> 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 I, like, can't. So she created the other side as a prank to keep Silas and Amara apart in the afterlife, which is fucking hilarious. Then she put him in the tomb with the cure and is like, I thought he'd eventually, like, kill himself to be with Amara um, just so we could realize he was caught with me for all of eternity. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and when we uh, when we do flashback into the present, Ketsi is like, by the way, like, you were picturing that correctly, right? Like, you weren't just picturing it looks like here, like, the place you are you familiar with and then just putting, like, some Greek shit in the background. <laughs> like, you, it, it looked real. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I was thinking about it right definitely
0: yeah S- S- steven's like yeah i was totally t- totally picturing it like you said <laughs> so then uh, S- steven's like how's that working out for you and she says he's been a little stubborn <laughs> uh, he realizes that katsia is not making him a daylight ring and she's like yeah i'm not gonna give you the thing you need to leave me that's like n- the opposite of my whole deal <laughs> And he's like, cool, cool, cool. Well, we're on the same side. I want Silas gone as much as you do. And she goes, have you not been listening to me? I have trust issues. I'm controlling and paranoid and a little crazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then she uh, puts the whammy on him. And he's like groaning in pain, much like Silas was in the past. She says, and that's working out just fine. Yeah, it is. I'm obsessed. Just like. She's so cool. <laughs> she's
1: so hot. Say too. Aspirational.
0: Wait, <laughs> yeah. Goals.
1: Absolutely goals. Yeah. True queen. Why does anyone mm-hmm. else try?
0: <laughs> uh, so then in the woods, Catherine's uh, running. And she's like stumbling all over shit. She's human. Honey. Uh, and then she runs into Elena and she's like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm really glad it's you. My leg's cramping and I'm freezing. Can I like borrow your sweater? <laughs> I'm obsessed. Elena's like, come on, let's go. She does not, however, give up the sweater. So Catherine's like, why didn't you kill me? And she says, well, if Silas wants you, your leverage. And Catherine says, no, after you gave me the cure, I was trying to kill you. Why didn't you kill me? And she's like, you think that because we share the same dreams and both care about Stefan that we're alike, but we're not. I value my humanity, which is why I let you live And, like, gave you a chance to find whatever shred of humanity is buried under 500 years of bad behavior. Uh, That is the Elena, I know. That is sweet.
1: It's Especially listening back to the season four episodes. It's it's terrible how little Elena, like, real Elena we have in that season of television. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this is good. This is Elena with, you know, uh, morals and also uh, uh, convictions.
1: Like, the most actual Elena we have is, like, in the premiere before she transitions because you have sire bond then you have um no humanity then you have humanity back but she's so driven and doing a bunch of killing on Mm -hmm. uh, Catherine, and that's how the season ends where she gives her the cure so like we finally got elena back (laughs) this season Mm -hmm. she almost regains
0: herself a little bit in the nova scotia woods Oh, and then Jeremy almost, dies yeah. and it's ruined.
1: Right. Yeah, she's she's getting there. And then, uh, Still, the greatest moment is when she, you don't know it's Catherine, but the way she reacts tells you, you know it's Catherine. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> Fucking iconic. Uh, so Catherine's like, I don't know. Maybe you just thought being human was a punishment worse than death for me. And she goes, oh, no, that was just a happy accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, the Elena that I know. And Catherine says, well, thank you. I'm glad to you know you care. You are a condescending bitch. (laughs) Then Nadia shows up and breaks Elena's neck. And is like, do I have to knock you out too? And Catherine goes, not necessary. Because she does not want a concussion. So Nadia just like drags her away. Then back in the cabin. Damon arrives to find Stefan tied to a chair with a bunch of vines surrounded by what is clearly like a magic spell circle. And uh, Damon's like, Stefan couldn't call a brother? Like, they are so blasé in this scene when they greet each other, and it makes me laugh so hard. As, as though it's
1: not been months of his brother being underwater. <laughs> so funny.
0: <laughs> nice to have the boys back. Jill, were you happy to see
2: our, our boys
0: daddy wise. called him his
2: brother <laughs> but he remembered he remembered <laughs> instead of oh my girlfriend's ex
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and seven's
0: like yeah nice to see you too and they're like he's like what the fuck is going on here and he's like oh yeah silas's ex-girlfriend came back from the other side and damon's like yeah ketsy whatever like, you didn't you were listen so to close
1: atticus shane five million times in season four you, you guys <laughs> I mean, besides bonnie like damon had the most scenes with that asshole <laughs>
0: It, look, if he had tuned out Atticus Shane whenever he spoke, like that's self care.
1: No, it was clearly Bonnie was the only one who tuned him out because Bonnie was the only one who didn't think he was creepy.
2: <laughs> oh my god, are we not going to get a Bonnie Ketsia scene? Why would you think that? Bonnie's around and Ketsia's Bonnie's around. around. Bonnie's dead. So do you think that's going to stop Ketsia from seeing her? Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. She magic. Okay, I'll stop worrying. She
0: magic. <laughs> It's season five. We're having fun. We're relaxing.
1: <laughs> we'll never but be upset again. Never ever be mad again. Ever. We'll never find a villain boring. Ever.
0: Uh so <laughs> Ketsia pops up and is like, by the way, it's fucking Ketsia, bitch.
1: And she says, see why I want to change it? I'm <laughs> like, no, just because a stupid white boy is an asshole. Don't don't do that. He was a Confederate soldier. Yes, I mean, absolutely
0: never listen to any of these men. Um, and is like, the spell, like, you can't get him out of all those vines. Like, the spell won't release him until I get what I want. And Damon's like, Jesus, why is my brother wearing your compost pile? And She explains she's going to link Stefan to Silas. Um, and she'll cast a spell on Stefan, which will neutralize Silas's mental powers. Once he's weakened, Ketsia will make Silas take the cure. And Damon's like, great. Cool, but the cure's gone, and Tess is like, "Yeah, I know." Catherine took it. I'm aware, but wasn't she supposed to be with you? And like, Stefan's like, "Wait, Catherine took the cure because he did not see the end of season four, um, because he was shoved into a vault <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thrown into a quarry." Um, so then, uh, Damon's like, "Yeah, kind of like we have a lot to catch up on." Uh, but anyways, what do you mean supposed to be with me? Wait you plant those dreams is that a <laughs> witch party trick <laughs>
1: doing a prank
0: yeah she's like yeah I did a fucking prank <laughs> cause it's fun and um, Damon's like yeah well oops she's not with me slight Wait, snag I was like you you did a prank
1: what like it's hard <laughs> <laughs> truly <laughs> but Warner's not
3: I here I know it's sad
1: <laughs>
0: I it truly, uh, us mourning the loss of all adults in season four, I was just going over and over again, like, where are grown ups?
1: Alaric reacting to Ketsia's everything would be so good.
0: Alaric would have been dating Ketsia in two seconds. <laughs> like, that man wants death and wants it via the women he
1: dates. She goes to the grill and she, like, orders like, a bourbon straight up, and he's like, oh, I like your style. She's like, hi, I'm Tessa. <laughs> I'm Rick.
0: Alaric crawling his way out of his grave to misguidedly date Ketsia. <laughs> everybody's like, what the fuck? And he's like, no, this time it's different. <laughs> and they're like, in what way? And he's like, none I can think of. <laughs> but the sex is great.
4: Alaric pulling the like, I think Ketsia is a beautiful name. <laughs>
0: Hey baby, what's wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Rick, I miss you. I miss you every day. So (laughs) Ketsy starts doing her spell and Damon's like, cool, we should really leave to beat the traffic. (laughs) And Stefan's like, yep, yep, he's right. (laughs) Again, I am uh laughing. I am happy. I've missed my boys. And she's like, hey, uh fuck off. You don't want to get on my bad side. And Damon's like, You're kind of not the only one with a bad side. You know that, right? (laughs) Um, okay, <laughs> honey. This is, I believe in the chat where I said that my bad side is more threatening than Damon's because I have a functioning brain. Um, <laughs> I was uh, quite mad at him. So Katsy's um, like, aren't you brave? Without Silas's mental powers, he's an immortal nobody. We can defeat him. Isn't that what you want? And Stefan's like, fine, do the spell on me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I hate
1: my wife. How is she the villain? She is the only smart one here. Because <laughs> he's innocent. Mm-hmm. So I just got what was yep. coming to him. And he, he's going to still get what's coming to him. Because he's he's bad. He killed Mayor Dad. Yeah. And he killed Jeremy. So it's like. Oh, yeah. That one, happened. Who hasn't? Which resulted
0: in Bonnie not being around. So dominoes were mad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care about killing Jeremy, but I care about, you know, how it prevented us from having Bonnie at college. So then on the side of the road, Nadja drags Catherine out of the woods. And um, Catherine says, sorry to sound like a broken record, but I'd like to know the identity of my kidnappers. Who are you and what do you want?
1: She's a person with an agenda, Catherine.
0: Duh. Can't you fucking tell? I know, Catherine can't read mine. So then uh, Silas is like leaning against Nadge's car, and Nadge's like, "Wait, what the fuck, What are you doing here? And he apparently has been tracking her the little GPS tracker, which he says is even better than a locator spell. We get it. You used to do magic. Um, so then uh, we watch like in the cabin, like we're doing the spell, we're doing the spell. Then back on the side of the road, Silas is like, thanks so much for working quickly, Nadja. And Nadja's like, well, I'm actually not ready to hand Catherine over yet because I'm not done with my agenda. To which Silas says a line that made Michael laugh out loud, (laughs) which is, oh, that's right. You're fascinating, unfinished business I don't care about. (laughs) (laughs) Paul is having the time of his life being the person to say this is stupid over
1: and over again. And it's fun. Just wait till we get more of amnesia Stefan, because it's more of, this is stupid, again, 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 So Catherine's like, hey, what are you
0: talking about? I can't read minds. <laughs> and Silas is like, give me her. And uh, then he's basically about to, like, you know, mind control Nadja to take out her gun. She's a gun at girl, apparently. Yeah. Yes. Which is, like, I mean, so far my least favorite thing about Nadja. It, it doesn't really track
1: that
3: she's a gun girl.
0: It's like... Oddly, like European spy of her, like it's like very like it's very Gal Gadot in the Fast and the Furious movies. Like that's kind of the brand that I'm thinking of. Like it's very Giselle. She is kind of boot like Giselle.
2: Yeah, and then that might sell me for her. That's good to me. <laughs> but there,
1: yeah, she's, she's she's got a lot of Giselle energy about her.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, don't you miss
0: Giselle? Like, yes. Oh my
1: gosh, every day. If you could bring Han back from the dead, bring back Giselle, motherfucker.
0: Giselle's death is heartbreaking it's yes she died for love
3: (sighs) I don't like it I
1: don't like that she's dead
0: yeah it's fucked up so then um, right when he's about to you know make her shoot herself he falls to his knees screaming and grabbing his head and um, Catherine's like what the fuck is happening So Nadja drags Catherine to the car and they leave. Uh, So then in the cabin, suddenly, you know, the circle around Stefan's on fire and Damon's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And is like, I'm frying Silas's brain. No one said it would be pretty. What did she say exactly? (laughs) That, I'm frying Silas's brain. No one said it would be pretty. I'm sorry about
1: the the unconscious thing that's coming up with (laughs) Stefan. It's fucking
0: iconic. Um, So... (laughs) Both Stefan and Silas cry blood, which I love. Crying blood is always so fun and unsettling. That was one of my favorite True Blood things, was the yeah, blood Yeah, I was tears. just gonna say that. Yeah, I really liked that about True Blood, and I like that that was very unique to it.
4: Very true blood episode of TV they're giving us.
0: I know. Yeah, you're very right. Yeah. For someone who's only seen one episode of True Blood. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> So then, um, Stefan like kind of falls unconscious and Damon's like, cool, we're fucking done, right? And Ketsy's like, yeah, we're done. It worked. And, um, Damon starts shaking Stefan and Tessa goes, relax. I just burned through his conscious mind, like, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Amazing. And she's like, sure, you want to take him home? Weren't you and Elena like doing so well with all your guilt getting in, the- without all your guilt getting in the way? Um, this is when she's like, aren't you season four, Stefan? Don't you not aren't want. Aren't you season four, Damon? You Are, aren't you season four, Damon? Don't you want Elena at all costs and fuck everything else that matters? And Because
1: uh, Damon, he has been yeah. watching them from the other side and she finds Delena very boring. That's what she, she hates <laughs> Delena because obviously, but she thinks Delena <laughs> is boring. <laughs> yeah, boring. I wonder who she ships on this show. <laughs> And she's like,
0: yeah, I'm so sick. Like, century after century, I've watched Stefan and Elena find each other like magnets. (laughs) And it's like, it fucking sucks. Like, Destiny has been trying to get the doppelgangers together forever. And she says, he says, look here, Miss Crazy. Why don't we just dial down the Destiny talk a notch, okay? (laughs) What a burn.
1: Miss Crazy.
0: Yeah. And so she's like... You don't want to hear it, but the universe is working against you. And he says, if you're trying to downplay your reputation as being a psychopath, you might not want to say you're a spokesperson for the universe, (laughs) which is kind of fair. And then she says, you and I are the same, Damon, the obstacle standing between two fates. Silas had his true love and Stefan has Elena. We're merely the conflict that makes us interesting. And he's like, okay, so you're saying I should leave him here with you and go live off happily ever after with Elena? And she's like, yeah, I'd keep him safe. And he's like, you have kind of a bad track record with men.
1: <laughs> Just the one dude, like, shut up.
0: Yeah. And she's like, come on, I wanna keep him safe. And like, you know, with like you and Elena out there, you'll have a chance without Stefan. And he, and David's like, so no one would ever have to know? And she's like, yeah, no one has to know. And then he goes, hmm. Or you just go back to hell, and he like tries to choke her, and it doesn't work. But I'm so proud of him.
1: She definitely wants like a do over with like Silas. That you, Stefan. Like he has no memories. Like oh, I'll tell you about our relationship. We're in love. We're engaged. (laughs) Hey, baby, what's wrong? (laughs) um so then
0: elena shows up and she like kind of like only has eyes for stefan and is trying to wake him up and damon watches from his little spot on the floor where he's fallen
1: it's like dude your brother was gone for months and like stop being a little baby silently stop being a little pissed, baby silently yeah, it's like like
0: a season four, like a lot of like Klaus being a piss baby. And now that he's gone, Damon's like taking it. Now Damon's crying mascara tears everywhere. <laughs> so then in a hotel room, Catherine is like rifling through all of Nadja's stuff. And Nadja shows up with snacks. And Catherine's like, I was trying to find like a passport or a business card or maybe even a parking ticket because you won't tell me who you are. She does not want her lays, uh, her chippies, <laughs> um, which she calls packaged poison. Like, calm down, eat a chip. <laughs> Get out of here, you hippie. Yeah. Then Nadja gets a phone call from Silas and is like, Silas the betrayer, someone lived up to his reputation today. Um, she won't tell him where she is. And he's like, Look, I might not be able to read your mind anymore. And she goes, mm, You lost the one thing that made you interesting. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> Burn, Silas, <laughs> and Silas says that won't stop me from killing you if you don't hold up your end of the deal. Now, whatever twisted fantasy you're playing at with Catherine is your issue, but she stays alive. Twisted fantasy? Do they
1: even have really a deal? Like Gregor's debt? Like what is the exchange? Like what? What does giving him Catherine do for her? He doesn't kill her, but like now
0: he can't. So no deal. <laughs> so she's like, no, no, we'll see. <laughs> And he's like, look, Catherine's my priority. And since I lost my psychic abilities, that means one thing: my ex-fiance is alive again, and she's on her way to Mystic Falls. It's like finally, after all, you know, four seasons of this show, we finally have like a dude who's mad at his ex-wife <laughs> as our villain. <laughs> it's about fucking time.
1: See, when a showed up, it was because he wanted to avenge his ex-wife, not knowing she was a little bee. Mm-hmm.
0: So Nadge is like maybe you guys will get back together. And Silas is like LMAO rec- reconciliation isn't really her thing. We hate each other.
1: She wants to reconcile with him, but he's he's the problem. She would take him back in an instant. I heard the story. Yeah, dude, she'd be down.
0: <laughs> and they're like, look, we have common ground. Neither one of us will stop until we get what we want, and both of us want the cure. Uh, so then Cap'n grabs the phone and is like, what the fuck do you want from me? And Silas says, you know, it's funny. The love of my life looked exactly like you and yet the mere thought of your face makes <laughs> me want to vomit. <laughs> Paul and Nina must have had fun.
1: <laughs> I-, I imagine that Ketsia's like, first thing wasn't even the Amara thing. Like, I feel like she like, gone-girled Silas at one point and that's why he's like, I can't be with this woman anymore.
0: Truly, yes. I'm thinking of like, there's this really great scene in the, in Gone Girl, like the, the book, where uh, Nick recalls a moment in their marriage when, I guess, like one time Amy got cut off by a car that had one of those, like, how is my driving bumper stickers. And so she took down the number and he sees her calling it and pretending to be, like, a young expectant mother who, who, like, nearly died with, like, her – like, she's pregnant, her babies – like, her other babies in, like, the passenger seat and, like, this guy's reckless driving, almost killed all three of them. And he realizes that she's been calling repeatedly, pretending to be different people to get this guy fired. And he's like, yeah, at the time I thought it was kind of weird, but then I disregarded it. (laughs) and i'm like silas had that moment <laughs> you fucking know he
1: did <laughs> and that's why we love ketsia cuz she has true amy dunn like energy she really does
4: yeah jesus's cart cut off ketsia on the road <laughs> and she was like oh really uh okay i'll uh, i'll fucking show you buddy
1: he <laughs> is responsible for the crucifixion. <laughs> jesus
0: made ketsia a terrible table <laughs> Yeah like so you call yourself a carpenter this truly is the episode where we get canceled See, definitely the episode where we mention jesus the most <laughs> until it's edited um so so Catherine's like okay one i'm hot but whatever i don't know what you're talking about but like if i make you want to puke why not cut me loose then we could call it a day yeah, she definitely hasn't heard the story Yeah, and he explains, because the cure still exists, and I still want it. It's running through your veins right now. Your blood is the cure, Catherine. Does that clear things up for you? (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. The moonstone once again, Kathy. Sorry, babe.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Jill.
0: (laughs) So then we go to the Lockwood Mansion, and my, my sweet boy, Maddie Blue... Wakes up, the doors open. He's tracked a bunch of mud in, and his phone's ringing. And it's Elena, and she's like, "Hey, it's like it's me. I just want to let you know we found Stefan, but we lost Catherine. Also, are you okay? You sounded weird earlier on the phone. He was like
1: Russian accent. (laughs) Hello, Elena.
0: It is Matt Donovan, a quarterback friend from high school. I make um make
1: waiting at grill. And then Elena just went on about how they used to date.
4: Even funnier would be if he picked up the phone and it was Elena going like "Hello, man!" <laughs> it's like, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "I'm continuing our bit from before where you were Russian."
0: <laughs> or if he was like doing a very forced American accent, "Howdy, Elena." It's it's me, like doing the horrible Klaus American say, like, accent. Klaus? Klaus, Klaus, why are you doing your weird American accent? <laughs> oh this is good this is good content so matt's like wait we talked on the phone today and she's like yeah you called and asked if we'd found stefan and if Catherine was safe i told you where we were headed do you not remember this and matt looks down sees that his shoes are covered in mud and that like he tracked a bunch of mud in and this is where i wrote that carol lockwood would kill him if she were not dead all right and Matt's like oh yeah I remember can I call you later and then hangs up and finds a knife in his pocket and is like what
1: the fuck did I do I really now do just love a, a-, a Russian bit between Elena and, and Matt
0: yes <laughs> hello Matt this <laughs> is me your Russian friend Elena <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> Uh, just more bits more bits so then at the Salvatores, uh, Stefan is asleep on the sofa. Elena is, like, sitting with him. She puts his daylight ring back on him. And Damon's like, cool, daylight ring. You can have a picnic. <laughs> and Elena's like, he's lucky he has a brother who looks out for him. Otherwise, you know, he might have pawned it for a pinball machine. I
1: mean, is he or, or does he? Is he lucky? Like, yeah. Does he look out for him? Because uh, it seems like Elena was leading this charge. And Damon's like, whatever. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Damon doesn't really respond. And Elena says, you're suspiciously quiet. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Damon never shuts the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, what did Ketsuya say to you? And he says that we don't stand a chance. And she's like, okay, what does she know about us? And he explains the whole doppelganger thing. And he's like, basically, the universe programmed you to fall in love with Stefan, not me, which means we're a lost cause, no matter what we do. I'm paraphrasing. And she's like, the universe. So she's crazy?
1: (laughs) I mean, yes, but not for that reason. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) And Damon's like, I don't know, maybe she's not. And she says, look, I know I've been focusing on finding Stefan, but that has nothing to do with the way that I feel about you. I'm not going to let Silas's 2,000-year-old ex-girlfriend screw things up between us.
1: Ex-fiancé people, (laughs) come on.
0: Yeah, come on. (laughs) And Damon's like, yeah, I mean... But me neither. Like, no one tells me how to live my life. No one tells me who I love, especially not some vindictive prehistoric witch. Uh, Very hard W. Definitely not the universe. And I'm not going to let someone else's idea of destiny stop me from loving you or being with you or building a future with you.
1: Because you are my life. (laughs) Whoa, Ian Summerhalder is on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The cadence is here. Ian's
0: cadence that he uses for many a Damon speech has arrived <laughs> he,
1: here He five. is he is stuck in this gear for the rest of his life.
0: <laughs> it's,
1: a, it's a bit of it has
0: a lilt to it. The thing is I don't remember exactly how he said it. I'm just doing the cadence and assuming that it's correct. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he, he made the face too long and it froze that way.
0: <laughs> like your mom warned you about so then uh elaine is like oh that's great and she's gonna give him a little smooch but then stefan wakes up uh fully cock blocking and damon's like cool like stefan you're welcome back brother and elaine is like we missed you and stefan says uh i'm sorry i have no idea who you people are
2: (laughs) (laughs) smash the black (laughs) yes insert five seconds of summer Amazing. But only for me, I guess. Yeah, only for you,
1: Jill. <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about. You can put it on the
0: playlist. I'll allow it.
1: What's the <laughs> song? I'll to it. What's the song I called again so I know what you're talking about? Amnesia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's original sin, baby.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Phenomenal episode uh, of television. Guys, this was a fun one. This was this was a breeze. This felt good. <laughs> I needed it. We all needed it. <laughs> I do truly feel energized. Um do would we like to do
2: some crushes and some rankings?
1: Jill, can you do some rankings for this episode?
2: I got some rankings. I want so... I want to see those rankings, baby. All right. Not many characters, <laughs> but here we go. Coming in at number 4. Number 4. We have Gregor Matt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that you would do this for
2: me? Hey. He deserves a spot. Number three is Silas.
1: Mm, You you are a Silas baby. That's for sure.
2: I I like Silas. I think he's fun. Number two, we have Kathy. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Ah, Kath. And number one, the minute she held that heart, (laughs) Katsuya. (laughs)
0: Uh, Just a quick update. Uh, That is one down on the list for Matt. Uh, That is two down for Silas, who is formerly number one. Kathy is holding strong at number two. And a new player approaches (laughs) on number one, doing shocking things we all didn't even know were possible. (laughs) Scooping up that number one slot. Tyler Lockwood, who now?
2: (laughs) Where's my Ketsia Tyler scene?
0: <laughs> that one I don't know if you're going to get.
2: <laughs> I'll be honest with you, babe. Were they like, oh, she was with the werewolves on True Blood? We have to keep her away from
0: <laughs> the wolves in this one. What if I told you they're best friends? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler and Ketzia hit it off and they are just like hanging out and gabbing. He was the best guy at <laughs> heard yeah. with sweating. <laughs> <laughs> what we missed with Rick Ketzia, like that is heartbreaking to me he really would have tried it (laughs) (laughs) would have been a very like caroline and klaus like dynamic in terms of like katia tricking him
1: repeatedly (laughs) i would have liked he's just simping all over the place just just simping everyone's like she's psychotic and evil it's like i can change her it's like you guys don't even get her (laughs) well i miss rick
0: yeah r.i.p gone been ever forgotten. Clearly, Pour one out.
1: As we just keep begging for him.
0: Crashes anyone? One, two, three. Are we get- all
2: going to have the same?
0: <laughs> yeah, on three? One, one two, two, three. Three. Katia. Katia.
3: Katia.
0: An honorable mention for Gregor Matt. <laughs> <laughs> She's beautiful. She's beauty. She's grace. <laughs> She's one in a million. She's- once a in a, a lifetime. <laughs> You made me discover what does us. Um truly, she's amazing and she can do no wrong. She is not wrong. <laughs> she's right. She's right to do everything that she's doing and I support her a hundred percent.
2: Yes, yes. Michael, Michael, do we get a boy corner for this
0: up? Uh, I think it might be time for a corner. Bitch
1: corner.
4: <laughs> Everyone. I know what you've been thinking. <laughs> I know what everyone's been saying, that it truly will not feel like the Biden era until we get the first boy corner post-Trump. And I, I agree, guys. I, the, the boat is out of the canal. The Lil Nas X song is out. It's, an, it's a new fucking day. And it's boy corner.
3: None of this
0: is going to be correct when this comes out.
1: This wouldn't be the first post-Biden boy corner that we drop.
4: First yeah. recorded. <laughs> those all, all those other ones, they had fucking Trump energy. Okay, that. that's fucking over now. Okay, he's done. Great, it's Biden time. He's been Biden
1: there will time. be no
4: other influence, but I will know it's there. Number three, it's gonna. I'm gonna give it to. Uh, uh, it's probably gonna be Stefan Salvatore. Uh, he, he, uh, I like the way he, uh, really for the opening scene, eating the woman and then screaming at her to run and then that's good stuff energy. He was, he was tied up for a lot of it, but he, he played against Katzia very well. I thought, uh, and found out doppelganger shit, uh, (laughs) and found out also like moon landing equivalent, like Catherine had the cure, like good, good, good stuff there. So Stefan was, he was good. And Paul was very good in general. We might touch on Paul a little bit later in this countdown.
0: What about touching Paul? We might <laughs> well, okay. touch
4: sweet Paul a little later in this countdown. Oh, centrally.
0: Okay, I regret Shut
4: up. Number two. <laughs> uh it's fucking Damon. Damon kicked ass in this episode. I you guys you guys have bad uh Damon energy going on here. I know the fucking truth. He was a fucking legend. He's, he's nonchalant about seeing his brother again but still loves his brother he was like i'm gonna send you to hell bitch like fuck you that's bro i'm saving him all that good shit again morgan Damon you should have rules. forced him to
1: watch season four with you so he could get on board with us and this Damon yeah, situation. yeah
4: thankfully i have the correct mindset that Damon's good <laughs> from not watching season four Damon has never done anything wrong uh and it's all good okay number one there is one guy in history (laughs) who has fucked not only Ketsia but also original Elena (laughs) and that person is fucking Silas (laughs) Silas pulls and (laughs) and he looks good doing it as we saw in his authentic home of ancient Greece <laughs> where he was styling and looking good as hell.
3: His native land.
4: Did you see that fit? It looks fucking good. Okay. You brought that from home. <laughs> fucking Silas number one. Boy of the week. Honestly, so close to being a man. Like cl- closer than anyone other than Elijah in the series to being a man, I would say, is good old Silas. For the horrible things he's done. <laughs> Uh yeah. good a piece of good shit. shit. He he is. He invented being bad to women 2000. Years. <laughs> he, he invented it. And look, have the boys down the millennia taken some heat for Silas's actions? We have he <laughs> but,
1: invented fuckboys.
4: But you look at the women he was dealing with and it's like, "Damn, Silas, I can't tell you I would have acted any more responsibly." So like <laughs> good on you king (laughs) uh that's your fucking boy corner i'm out
0: (laughs) (laughs) michael just threw the mic down on the ground (laughs) uh fuck yeah that about does it do you guys want to do plugs or are we not doing plugs anymore because if you're listening at
1: this point you know where to find us i mean you know i'm not plugging my twitter (laughs) i've already started cutting up my twitter in, in the episodes we're editing I don't want anyone to talk to me ever.
4: Uh, To find my Twitter account where I screen cap every bad thing Latoya's said and juxtapose (laughs) them against uh, uh, news of the day and just kind of create a narrative that isn't flattering to her. Uh, I'll kill you.
1: (laughs) Stay away from both my girls. Ride or die for that <laughs> but Also it is hilarious that uh, Michael didn't just drop the microphone Considering everything he does to the microphone He's unscrewing <laughs> it all the time There's no left and right
0: Truly Jill, a big runner in all the Legacies episodes Is how often Michael like completely breaks or ruins Or accidentally takes <laughs> apart this <laughs> mic stand <laughs> So you'll be able to listen to that in about two years.
4: It wasn't so bad until the Just You and Me episode, which I did listen to for like, okay, how badly did I fuck this up? And it wasn't that bad, except that I am repeatedly going, sorry, I took the microphone apart again in the middle of the (laughs) recording." You're
1: Morgan, help.
0: Please please know that I cut out other times he did it. (laughs) I kept it in at the parts where it was impossible to extricate. (laughs) So, Jill, you have that to look forward
2: to. I, I am looking forward to it. <laughs> um,
0: subscribe to our Patreon, please. You can find the links on all our social media. Just search the Empire Diaries podcast. Do you it in find quotes us.
1: to find us. Otherwise, you're going to be like, do you mean the Vampire Diaries?
0: I just be like, no, we made the decision to make our <laughs> podcast name a misspelling because we're funny. <laughs> <laughs> By the time this drops, they'll probably be like, whole season of legacies coverage, if not that most of it. Um, and uh a lot of book club stuff from Jill and even bonus clips. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways hasta La Vista <laughs> as we always say <laughs> oh my God, sayonara, Sammy
3: <laughs> okay Huh? <laughs>